Hi, this is Cam Smith, and this is the podcast of Triple R's Eat It, a weekly radio show about food and drink broadcast live on Triple R from Melbourne, Australia every Sunday. Hope you enjoy the podcast and feel free to get in touch with us via the Triple R website. We have stuff that's going to lift you up. Yes. Lift you up. Yes. Because that's what we do. And um, and that's sort of why we're here. We're here to inspire you to cook at home. Yep. To talk about issues regarding the hospitality industry. And uh, and also, and most importantly, mm. give you an excuse at the end of the show to have a strong drink. <laughs> yes. It's Negroni week. We're going to work backwards. Let's Is it work- really? I did not know that. Uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow's not going Got moved, but uh, we got the uh, the very uh, capable and fabulous and uh, uh, lovely Sebastian Rayborn to chat about how yes. and why Negroni Week has been moved. Do you know that Negroni Week, as well as just an excuse for you know having lots of falling down water, mm. um, is um, is also a thing that is for charity. So I did not know that. Well, there you go. See, yeah. We're, we've got an educational license here, man. <laughs> and uh, working back from Sebastian Rayborn, we'll be going to the market and having a chat to John. Yes, a uh, bit of police action at the he's, Queen Vic Market. He's, he's being telling us buzzed by helicopters. Yeah, uh, due to all the police. It's just a weird feeling. If you, if you, you and I can, we both came through the city to get here today. It's Spring Street, my lord! I have never seen weird. any of those crowd pleaser vans. It is very weird. So I'm talking about the public order response vans, yeah. the territories. There was, I don't know, maybe twenty of them. Yeah, right. Parked along Spring Street, just waiting. So for- Melbourne at the moment, there's no, there's no public, but there's police everywhere. It's very strange. And yeah, there's a helicopter buzzing the Queen Vic Market as we speak, or when we did check with John earlier before the show. So we'll find out from yeah. John what's going on. And also, the good news is just bringing back to food is broad beans have started. Oh, it's that time of year, isn't it? The of glory of broad beans as and, the, the, as and the, the sensuality of, of cleaning out broad beans uh, as the uh, spring sun sort of warms our. Frozen hearts, out come the broad beans. Oh, isn't it lovely? To Shannon Martinez is uh, coming on the show. Yes. And we are going to have a chat to her. She's had some um, particularly tough times of late. We're going to yes. relay those, and yet she is able to punch through them, I think. So kick her way, kick the door <laughs> down through them. Um, and do it with a great big smile on her face. and um... Which I think is what everyone's trying to do. Obviously, we learnt sort of this time last week that uh, for hospitality, October 26 is the very, very earliest that uh, October 26, yes. things might even start to, I'm not going to say return to normal, but at least ease up. So it's, it's genuinely tough and shitty times for uh, hospitality everywhere in this city, which is so sad because it's what this city is known for. It's one of the things the city is known for. And doubly so in the fact that I just wanted to add something to that, man, and the mm-hmm. fact that, you know, when you have a little bit of hope and then you have that rug pulled out from under yeah. you, it makes it doubly, triply hard. It yeah. really, 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 really does. But, look, we're delighted to have you join us here on the station, on mm. this show, on this, um, on this particular institution. What's, What's that, that in, in your, your mouth? mouth? Well, what is that in your mouth? Um, Matt, you want to start? You've um... Oh, I've just been uh, uh, <laughs> blessed that we are, that we can still do this, but we've just been sort of touring the, the restaurant sort of delivery boxes over the last few weeks, sort of pick one a week and yeah. give it a try. So we went uh, uh, Cumulus Inc. 
uh, for lunch yesterday. It was absolutely amazing. Um, beef cheeks were the main, and I'm just I was very delighted. And those polenta chips. Oh, the they polenta chips were amazing. The, I saw the pictures, but I was just really delighted to see how busy they were there. So whilst it's it's very tough times for uh, restaurants in in for Melbourne, most, yeah. um, they're doing a, a you know a really good trade with at home dining, and so if you have the means, I'd really encourage you just to check out your favourite restaurants and um, see if they are doing some at home offerings and give them a try. Um, it's it's good fun. You sure can, and um, and if you can't afford to be doing that sort of stuff, there's loads to be cooking at home. And one thing that I've discovered, yes. and inspired by the the wonderful Tony Tan who was on last week, oh, Tony yes. Tan, the um, well. Uh, Chef, guru, yes. cooking guru. Yes. Um, he's got his place in Trentham. He's going to be doing boutique cooking classes, but maybe not yet. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but uh, he has this beautiful book called Hong Kong. And we were talking, Michael Harden was uh, talking about in his lockdown, was going to try and do every recipe. Haven't caught up with him about that, but I'd have done one. Yes. And I dragged out the old hot pot and marveled at this technology. This. This pottery two-handled pot, which yep. has its um, its uh, genesis in, oh, I don't know, uh, BC, let's just say. Long time ago. Hundreds and hundreds of generations of people have been using that. Can't put it on an induction cooker. No, <laughs> no you certainly can't. It just sort of sits there pretty resolute and goes, no, I'm not, i got nothing. <laughs> Okay, well, what? But if you got, what if you am got, I supposed to do? But if you've got gas. Or a fire pit. Or a fire pit, you're fine. <laughs> you're fine. You can stick this thing on the stove. And anyway, I made a beautiful chicken. Lupgung. 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 Which is sort of like a, a Chinese ham, which you get in, um, in Asian groceries. Mm. Lovely long grain rice, shiitake mushrooms, bok choy. You cook it all together in this pot and you stand in front of it and you meditate in front of it and there's a mindfulness of cooking. Yeah. And this is at cooking at its very best puts you in the present and empties all those things out. And I was able to experience that. It was really, really, really good. And then you get to eat it. <laughs> um, and if you want to see pictures of that, it's on my Instagram. Which yeah, it looks is, great. Uh, Check it out. Where's my Instagram? Eat at Cam Smith. Something like that. Something like that. You'll see me. I've got my headphones on. Uh, From great adversity, you can just pick yourself up and just keep punching. And one person I want to just acknowledge and give a big hug to and also invite on the radio, Shannon Martinez. G'day. Hi, Cam. G'day, mate. How you going? I'm good, lovey. How are you? Oh, you know, we're still here, and uh, we uh, we put the feet on the floor from the bed every day as... So many people in hospitality are doing, and I know you've been doing, but far out. Um, if It's been a tough year for you, and you've had a, extra challenges put on you. Yeah, I mean, for sure it's been a tough year for all of us. Um, but, you know, thrown in the mix, um, I got diagnosed with uh, triple negative breast cancer. So that has thrown a spanner in the not-so-usual works. Yes, what can you can you? I was curious, and also before we we go any further, we should also say um, Shannon Martinez from, of course, Smith and Daughters, and of course uh, uh, Smith and Daughters Deli, uh, and author of great cookbooks. Just so that people go, who the hell is Shannon? You know, they, most people will know, but just in case they don't. Now, <laughs> I'm sure there's plenty that don't. Yeah, exactly. But that's that's just the the way we've we've got to do that. But um, uh, triple negative. 
Can you yeah. just explain that to us, please? I mean, in true me form and having <laughs> to do things differently to everyone else, yeah. I went and got the uh, lesser known type of breast cancer, which is um, a tricky one to treat, It's uh, I've now discovered. Um, also, interesting fact is it mostly hits Hispanics um, no, really? and people of colour. And, you know, surprise, surprise, Martinez. So yeah. what a coincidence. Yeah, be- um, be- because of your German background. Because of my German background. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Um, so because it's a hard one to treat, I've actually been placed on a trial. So the uh, treatment for this one is pretty heavy. It's immunotherapy, double chemo, and I go in every Thursday for the next three months. And have uh, you, sorry to, to interrupt you, Shannon, mm-hmm. have you been going into the new Peter McCallum? Oh, yeah. How? Amazing. It is like the Guggenheim. It is yeah. it is maybe the most incredible building in our city and it also just personifies the fact that Jesus we're lucky to live in this country that we have a building like that that is And the care for the like, public. honestly yep. that um you know going to this hospital has been has been incredible and and makes me feel at ease when I'm there yeah. you know it's it's such a beautiful I mean, I, I, you probably wouldn't have many people say going to, a hosp- to, to the hospital is like a beautiful thing. It but is. But like walking into that hospital is so gorgeous and the staff are so insanely incredible. Um, I bring them donuts every Thursday. I, I get a box to my pathology team, a box to my trials and a box to my chemo treatment team. Yeah. Um, you know, setting it all up with the goods for the day and they're just so supportive. So going into hospital for me hasn't oh, become... Uh, uh, a scary thing. They, uh, they really managed to turn it into like a caring environment, which is really lovely. Was that your dog so you were just talking to? Yeah, my dog. That was that was definitely the sound of the dog getting into the food that's not supposed to be getting into the food. Most likely, yeah. yeah, yeah I've like, got a Peruvian hairless. Thing. I know. Sorry, sorry but anyway, we, I don't want to jump around. And sorry, that's my fault. But one of the also the things about that build is that incredible rooftop up there. Have you been up there? No, not yet. There's a rooftop. There's a rooftop garden, which is just unbelievable, Shannon. Oh, but, uh, maybe let, we can throw a big party for them all afterwards. That would be a great idea, but let's, let's talk about you. So when did, how long ago did you find out about this? Uh, beginning of July. Oh, my God. So, uh, yeah, right. It's been a while. Uh, I sort of kept under wraps for a bit um, yes. just to give myself a bit of time to process what was going on and how I was going to deal with it. And, you know, I guess with COVID going on as well and, and you know, the, the effect that it's having on the businesses, there's just so much going on to try and figure out that I wanted to do it in my own time before um, I sort of announced it to everybody. But I think it was sort of last week when I started losing my hair that it was um, time to sort of share the story. Mm. I felt like I was kind of lying at this point to, to everybody, you know, by sort of keeping it quiet. Yeah, so, you know. yeah okay, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think that's lying. It's just I'm keeping it personal and keeping my cards close to me because but, you know, I, was I need to lying do this. Because when people ask me, you know, for jobs or something, I come up with an excuse why I couldn't do it. Yeah, but you and... know, it's been you know, people, you know, when they go, "How are you going?" and as Matt and I talk about this, the only possible answer, what should you say, Matt? Yeah, good. Is fine, fine. You know, because yeah, people good, aren't yeah. interested if you go. Oh well, you know. <laughs> Let me tell you. Yeah, yeah let me tell yeah. you. But the, the, the great thing is that you can't keep a mucho motivated babe down. Hell no. And I'm talking about you. And I, I, I hope know, you so allow much. me that I, I can know. call you that because we've <laughs> known each other can. for a while. Um, yeah. and, but 
you've decided to come. There's two things. The first one you decided to do is, I'm doing chemo. I'm doing all this. T- I'm going to write a cookbook. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, um, you know, we all know I like writing cookbooks. And, well, why not? Uh, yeah, why not? And, and, and the first, one of the first big side effects that happened to me was my taste buds and my palate were completely gone. Oh, really? And, and it was like um, tasting things for the first time. You know, like wine is disgusting, which is, you know, a travesty. That's upsetting. And <laughs> chocolate tastes rancid. Really? And my mouth feels burnt all the time. And so everything that I used to love or things that I would normally go to are now completely different. And so my palate's changed so much um, that the way I cook has changed. And so that's obviously a very common side effect. I mean, my mother has also um, had cancer now twice. And it was a thing for her too. So I decided to start writing down these recipes that I was doing. And I noticed that like, sorry, it makes my voice a bit weird too. Um, I noticed that, Everything was bland. Yes. Certain textures hurt my mouth. So What sort um, of textures? Crunchy? Crunchy, yeah, crunchy, because like, you, you kind of start developing um, ulcers, and your mouth just feels torn apart a bit. So the, so the um, peanuts and the water chestnuts are out then? Yeah. But, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So the noodles, the slippery things, nice. the bagel puddings, the jellies, you know, the broths, they're all uh, And what about, what about heat? Can you, can, what, what is heat? Delight? Sorry, chilli heat. Um, yeah, chilli heat. Well, actually, I was scared about that one because my life without chilli would be a life not worth living. I, I know, I know. Uh, You know, um, and it sort of burns your mouth a bit, but I can't taste it as much, so I'm still getting the chilli in. <laughs> I've just upped it. But, you know, I, I was telling someone that I made a tomato sandwich the other day and I had to put so much salt on it that it was almost like putting parmesan on a spaghetti bolognese. And like wow. you just couldn't taste it at all. So these recipes are definitely not going to be for anyone who's not going through treatment. Yeah, one hundred percent, they'll be terrible. And but it's called per- cooking with chemo for you and your squad, which I think is uh, is a, is a great na- name. Well, I mean, the people that are helping or live alongside the people going through treatment mm-hmm. also really get heavily affected by this. You know, it's pretty devastating watching the people you love go through something like this. Yes, so it's really important. You know, for the people in their lives to sort of know where they're at, if they want to cook for them. You know, I've had so many amazing people, and especially yeah. people in the industry, you know, bring food to me and things, and it's like, mm. I know I used to like that, but I don't like that anymore. And so this book will really help it. you navigate what they need. And also with cooking, you know, it's like you don't have much energy when you're going through treatment. Right. So to help with energy levels and, and your mood and things like that. So it's just sort of touching on all those points. And, uh, yeah, very quickly, I'm, I'm kind of interested in that because I was, I was thinking about that. I hadn't considered the whole taste aspect, but obviously nutrition is going to be mm-hmm. super, Huge. super, super, super important because, you know, you're nuking yeah, your whole – everything with, with the chemo. So what sort yeah. of stuff do you have to um, need to sort of reboot your immune system? Well, you know, foods that help build your white blood cell count are super mm-hmm. important. And, you know, in the first week of my treatment, I lost six and a half kilos. Um, and it was just so drastic, so fast. And, and yeah, wow. the amount of food you can actually eat is pretty small because you don't have much of an appetite. Yes. So I'm really working on making sure that the recipes are really calorie rich, but in, in a good way, you know, like um, high fats that are good for you because if you can't eat much, it's really important to high sort fat. of stay as strong as possible. So yes. getting, getting the foods in, um, especially with plant-based, you know, um, it's really important that we're getting in everything that you need in a smaller quantity as possible, I guess. Yeah, exactly, and uh, mm. yeah, and as you're saying, the the, the texture's right too. Um, the mm. other thing that is just um, 
I've I've got to just if I was wearing a hat, I would take it off to you now. Uh, <laughs> but the fact is that one of the things when we had a chat earlier this week, you were saying, you know, all the stuff that's you know talking about chemo and it's all so depressing, really. Yeah. And <clears throat> you wanted to do something that was a little bit different. What did you decide to do? So we're doing a comic. A comic, of course. A comic. I mean, uh, probably yeah. one of the hardest things to get your head around when you find out, you know, you've got something like cancer is feeling a bit of a loss of control over your body and your situation. Yeah, and, and I don't think you'd like that. Hell no. no. Hell no. no. So how can we turn this into something that's empowering for people to take it back, take ownership of what's going on in your situation? Superheroes are sick. My first job was at, you know, like a blockbuster. I didn't get paid, but I got to play the arcade games for free. Yeah, so Mortal Kombat was a huge thing. Yeah, 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 back in the 90s, early 90s. I used to, you know, rewind the videos. Yes. So my brother <laughs> and I used job. to... Uh, exactly, very important. Oh. So my brother and I used to get all the free credits and we'd play Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat. And so that was a huge part of my childhood. And then, you know, Tank Girl came out when I was yeah. in early high school. That was a huge part, you know, awesome. of, of me. Yeah. So we combine them together. So how it sort of came about is a friend of mine that I was in hospital with took a photo and sent it to one of my best mates, Tamara, who um, is a tattoo artist at Heretic. And she drew it just just for herself and she showed it to me. And it was so incredible. I said to her, we have to make a comic out of this. And it basically spawned from that. um, And it's called The Adventures of Chuck. And Chuck was a nickname given to me in high school by a friend because my middle name is Norris. Mm. And it's about me and my team of these incredible badass women that are in my lives that have become my bubble. You know, for COVID, obviously, I can't leave my house really anymore. So yep. they're all um, got carers notes from the hospital and they take me to treatment and they go to the supermarket for me and anything like that, bring work to me. Um, and, and they're my, you know, they're my strength, they're my everything. So, I've, so my team uh, is my mum. Um, and Tamara and Jerry Mai from Anam and her wife Eliza, oh, Emma from um, Heart of Bone, yeah. and Deb, who's just, you know, one of my best mates that just helps me with the day to day at work and I've known her forever. And I've turned them into superhero characters. And basically, each episode will be uh, a manifestation of something that you feel during this time. So, the first episode, we fight fear, and fear is in the form of millions of spiders that, you know, turn into this big bad guy, and we've got to fight him off, and they help me fight everything off each step of the way till we get to the final bad guy at the end, which will be cancer, and he will be hideous. That's the boss level. That's the boss level. So, <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's a really good way. You know, there's nothing out there really for, for younger people, and, and I think, you know, people are starting to understand that cancer just doesn't hit the old anymore, and, you know, I'm only 38. Uh, relatively healthy, and you know it's it's got me. So it's just something to empower people, make them feel strong, and take a little bit of ownership back on this. Oh, Shannon, you can mm-hmm. you're going to be you're going to be okay. Of course, I'm going to be okay. That's the way. Well, we, and uh, the money from the comic will be going to um, the the clinical trials department for the Peter Max. So these guys are doing this incredible work with cancers that are a little less common, a little harder to treat. Yes. So all the proceeds from the first six uh, issues will be going to them. Uh, we've got an Instagram page up, so it's the Adventures of Chuck with a dot between oh, each good. word. So hang on, say that pre-order. again. pre-order. Uh, the Adventures of Chuck. The Adventures on Insta. Each one. Yep. Yeah, on Insta. You can see it through my page as well. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we took, we took the idea to Vaughn at Some Kind Press, who's incredible. He's been the art director on all my cookbooks in the past. 
and him and I get along super well. And him and Tamara are massive comic book nerds, and the two of them together is just like this fire team. Oh, so, isn't it great? Isn't it great when you, yeah. you, you you bring people? That's that's a really really great thing. It's the best part. Shannon, we're going to have to go because we're going to talk to John at the market. But look, Good, a huge important. hug to you. Uh, mm-hmm. Thank we, you. We, you too. We're here for you, and if you need anything, let us know. Um, we'd love to be able to help. Um, and also, when next time you get to the Peter Mac, go to, I say, I want to see the rooftop because it'll blow you away. I'm going to. And I'm I want to. I want to hear about it. <laughs> Can't wait till Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. All right, babe. So good talking to you. So great. To, it's inspiring talking to you, Shannon. Thank you. Mm, thank you. I'll talk to you later. Shannon Martinez, ladies and gentlemen. John at the market. Yes. Good, hello. Yes. Hello. Hello, hello. How Sorry, I had, to, I, had to, I had to come back from where I was. It's sort of, uh, <laughs> but, I, but as always, I was overcompensating. Um, g'day, John. We miss you. We miss you so much. I miss you too because I'm standing out here in the sun on my own lonesome. Mm. Thank God we've got some beautiful sun because we've had a little bit of excitement out here. While it's yeah. not really excitement, it's tragic. The helicopter's been flying over for yeah, the last what, three hours. What's going on? All the morons are out there. I should well, I better mind my own business. No, they're, 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 they're there. morons. Anti-maskers and that. Um, idiots. Yeah, so, but they've moved on, so we're happy again. Yeah. Um, but we've got our own real excitement here because um, what? we've got some lov- lovely vegetables that... Um, well, I, th- I thought you were getting into the... Sorry, I thought maybe you are getting into the grappa early. <laughs> no, that was yesterday. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> but um, this, is a, this is one of the reasons I miss you and the fact that... We hang together in the in the pumpkin chopping station of the of your store, which is a very special place to be. Um, and I miss the fact that I would be surrounded by artichokes and broad beans, uh, uh, along with other things. And special asparagus too. I've got there's beautiful asparagus, asparagus which uh, are much wider than my hand when it's extended, and yeah. beautiful tight purple buds on top and. Long green stems with no white at all on them. Yeah, so I hope you're feeling jealous now. I do, I do. Hey, have you ever, do you ever get morels? You know, don't really do sort of the uptown mushroom things. Yes, the boys down the corner there in the next aisle in Eyeshed, yeah. I believe I've got them there in a, in um, in the um, display cabinet. Yeah. Um, with quite a few other exotics as well. So there are a lot of morels this year. So, yeah, I must try them. I, I'll be honest, I've never had them or never cooked them myself. I have eaten them. Yeah. But um, I'll have to try them myself. Have a look at uh, Joseph Fargetto. Joe Fargetto, you know him? Yes, yes. Yeah, fabulous Sicilian chef. Um, if you look at his Insta, he did a, a glorious risotto. I think it was just asparagus and morels, and I looked at it and I just... Oh, I, I, good. I can't. I think I might have drooled on the screen of my phone, and I had to wipe it off, and it got a little bit. Well, why not? Thank God for things that can make us happy. Yeah, that's that's true. So, um, what what else is um, is coming in? We're sort of probably seeing the uh, the end of some of the citrus, so the mandarins would be sort of coming to a finish. Yes, but there's an abundance of them because um, across the road he's got one, two, three, four. Four displays of different mandarins, mm. um, two different oranges. He's got navels and um, the Kara uh, Kara oranges. So, yes, they are going to come to an end soon, but 
Um, the old varieties finished earlier, and now we've got the newer ones. We've got beautiful golden nuggets, which um, it's a, it's a uh, golden look nugget. really lumpy and ugly and dirty, and, but they're, they're like an orange when you bite into them. There's a lot of oil spurts out of the skin, yeah, and actually, they've got a lot, a yeah. lot of flavour. Dare, dare I say it, would be a good peel to use in a Negroni, which we'll be talking about a little bit later on. Yes, and but they are I'll ugly, tell you they? what I said to one of my other customers that was looking for a Seville orange. Yeah, um, what did you say to him? You said go to Robbie. No, the Sevilles are finished, which is tragic. Oh, really? So, and what's a Seville orange for those that don't know? Yeah, the Seville orange is an orange and you don't eat it. It's um, marmalade. like a squashed orange. You make mm. a marmalade out of it and it's very bitter. They use peel and all. Mm. And... Um, when you're eating it and you bite into the peel, you get that bitter taste, and then you get a very quick sugar hit from the rest of it, and it leaves the mouth so refreshed. It's very good to eat on a, a very good bit of ciabatta with butter on top. Yeah. Um, but I delivered veggies to one of my very nice regulars in Bentley, hmm. and um, I gave them some of these golden nugget mandarins, and uh, they made a marmalade out of it. Ooh. And if I didn't know, I would have thought it was a seville, so... And it's just so easy to make because mm. all they did was slice it and um, put water and sugar and probably lemon in it to set it and boiled it up and put it into the jar. And bang, away you go. Mm. There's, but, uh, yeah, we're, we're very lucky. As I said, spring has sprung. We've got beautiful salad onions that have come down from Queensland and the asparagus and the broad beans and the artichokes. Um, Joseph and I had a, a big feed of uh, stuffed artichokes. Frankel was very nice and did a good job of it for this, us. This is Frankie, your wife? Yes, my wife. And, and, and she's been in an agreeable mood cooking for you this week? Well, maybe not today, but yes, she has been. What have you done? <laughs> uh, well, as usual, I always say the wrong thing, but life goes on. <laughs> Timing is everything, John. Oh, definitely. So, you know, we live on the edge at the best of times. Yeah, so what's for dinner uh, tonight? What would she uh, cooking tonight, you reckon? Well, probably just a quick pasta with um, um, a ragu made with um, some of our pork uh, bones and um, maybe even some beef rib nuts. But uh, that's just a quick dinner. $2, thank you. Um, yes, um, tomorrow night will be another feast. Can, can I ask I'm you, um, uh, I need some advice from you. Yes, I'm listening. Uh, I cooked a whole bunch of mussels last night in a red sauce. So, yeah, yeah. you know, just, just tomato, mussels, blah, 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 blah. What, and I've got, uh, I'm going to take the meat, uh, there's about, I don't know, half a dozen, there's a few mussels left, I'm going to take them off the shell, and I'm just going to warm that through and have it with some pasta. What shape do you have a mussel ragu with, what pasta shape goes with that? Well, you've really lost me because I don't eat mussels or oysters. It's the only thing I don't eat at a seafood. No, oh, yeah, you, know, you could do them with um, <laughs> spirelli, uh, spaghetti, yeah. or um, or even uh, a, a little um, shell. You know the you want, yeah, yeah, you want something to capture all those juices. So I was thinking maybe yeah, even a cesarecce. Yeah. Am I saying that right? Yeah, yeah. You could you could use then the little um, okay. Yes, um, but like I said, there's no rules. You can use any shape pasta you like. Um, <laughs> what did you just say? You, you as an use... Italian, you said there's no rules. Yeah, well... Come on, man. I've been told off by so many Italians with the rules of food. But I'll go yeah, with but, Yeah, but tell them to talk to someone from another region and see if there's a punch-up over it. Oh, I know. <laughs> because I know. everyone... 
everyone thinks they're right. So, yeah. you know, I'd rather be a realist and say, well, you know, if um, long pasta doesn't do it for you, use penne. Um, and I don't like penne that are ricotta, but really? I still eat them. Yeah. I, I don't like penne that are all smooth. So there you go. Um, all right, well, we've got one and a half minutes, John. I'm getting the, the wind-up from my producer, Matt, who must be obeyed. Um, <laughs> pick of the market. Pick of the market. Um, I've got some beautiful salary. We don't often talk about salary, but lately yeah. it's been very, very uh, green and stringy. Mm. Um, when I opened up the last box this morning, it looked a million dollars. It's nice and white, crisp, uh, and it didn't look coarse. It sank to me. Eat me, eat me. And that's what we like about our veggies. We get excited like that. Mm. Um, we've got a, um, a big variety of uh, capsicums. Again, we've got banana capsicums that are hot. We've been frying them and having them in a sandwich. We've got beautiful pictures oh, wow. with capsicums um, out of Queensland and red bullhorn and green bullhorn. And the fennel looks a million dollars as well. They're all female at the moment, nice and round and juicy. Yep. Beautiful having a salad. Or even cook, you can braise them, or if you get naughty, you can parboil them and crumb them and fry them. Oh, that's good too. In an oven. Um, I put the. the uh, uh, looking a little bit tired because it was windy, but it's still very edible. Yep. And we've got about four varieties of artichokes, the old varieties four? of purple ones. We've got the, the hybrid um, purple, we've got the hybrid green, oh. we've got baby artichokes. Yeah. Uh, and beside that, I can see some rhubarb that's at about a metre long, so that'd be nice to stew mm. uh, with a bit of apple and make an apple and rhubarb sponge or even apple and rhubarb and cream. Oh, sounds good. Well, John... And the tomatoes, if you see the colour of the tomatoes we've got, you'd be astounded. People are surprised that even though it's been cold, we've got beautiful red juicy tomatoes. Well, Joey's taking photos of those, and you can see that at uh, Tomato City on the old Instas too. So there you go. Yeah. Hey, big hug to you, John. All right, nice talking to don't, you. Don't throw Hopefully any of those caps. Yeah, don't throw any capsicums at the police helicopter. <laughs> and no, the poor boys have got a job to do. I admire them. Yeah, right with you there. All right, we're going to leave you to it. See you later, John. Thank you. Have a beautiful day. Bye-bye. Just set me up a couple of Negronis over there, please. I want them old-fashioned and I want a little bit of orange. Can you do that for me, Sebastian? Cam, yes, yes, could you? Can. Could you please? <laughs> How are you? I don't want much. Oh, look up and down. You see, <laughs> that's probably the, the the honest answer. The uh, the the answers we were saying with Shannon before is, yeah, I'm fine. How you doing? <laughs> fine. I'm, I I feel a little like the weather, you know, with the pouring rain yesterday and then the sun out today. Oh. Yes, right. Yesterday was glorious. I really enjoyed yesterday because it was that beautiful, just gentle falling rain that uh, makes farmers smile. Yeah, that's it. A good soaking rain, as they say. A good soaking rain. Um, now, we've had... Uh, first of all, how are you? And you, of course, Sebastian, Sebastian Rayborn, uh, bartender extraordinaire, um, distiller of some great distinction and note, um, Patron of uh, Anther Gin, but we're here to talk about Negronis. And you know what, Cam, it is, it's been, I mean, gosh, you know, what a year. And we've done so much this, this year to Irv and I and Amy and Gabs, the whole team, to try to just, you know, keep paying the bills and, and keep yeah. moving. But 
it keeps bringing me back to the fact that, you know, what happens when times are tough, I think, in the hospitality industry is that we, we help each other. The first and ones to put their hands up to help. That's it. As you know, an that's industry. Exactly. And anyone who's ones. got through, uh, you know, a Saturday night, a, you know, <laughs> shift at 3am, we yes. can get through this, yeah. it, you know. <laughs> I remember, you, I remember you putting that to me a while ago and I had to laugh. It's like, yeah, we're dear. we 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 know how to deal with crisis. Yeah, we do. Because it's do. every we Saturday night. To... There's a few of them. <laughs> That's right. You know, yeah. um, but it is, you know, Negroni Week, I think, technically starts tomorrow. Yes, and, and it was moved, wasn't it? Because normally it's in June. Yeah, normally it coincides with World Gin Day and yeah. things like that. But it's also, normally it's a day where bars you know, give back and they sell Negronis and, and raise money for all sorts of causes around the world. And, it's you know, it's a global sort of thing. But obviously this year all the bars are closed. Mm. Um, and, you know, in places and countries where they are open, they're restricted. So it, it's a really different year this year and it, it's sort of gone online. There's a, if, you, if you do check out Negroni Week, you can, there's a downloadable uh, Negroni book you can download. Oh, from where? How do you get great. that? So um, if you just, you know, Google Negroni Week, it, it's sponsored by Campari because that's oh. obviously the original bitter. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's that's what they will argue that has to be in a Negroni for it to be a true Negroni. But, uh, but well, you know, they're doing yeah. some good stuff. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know... It There's also, an argument, though, Seb? Like, oh, look, just, you know, there, there as isn't Okay, go on. Sorry. Um, well, you know, we see so much incredible Australian spirits, and yes. we're starting to see incredible Australian bitter as well. You know, we, we our all Australian Negroni is a reality. You know, Anza Gin made an Ivermouth, but yes. then the uh, the Adelaide Hills Orange Bitter, you know, which is just glorious and it is delicious. I in, want in one gin. now. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, okay, uh, and, and that's you talked me into it. We're, well, we're doing a. We've got a. We've got a triple pack of Negronis. You can you can order online, and uh, five dollars of every pack goes to COVID EAD. So that's something that was set up by Jason Chan, uh, Henry Lee, and Jez Berwick. So, oh my gosh, they've been doing it almost all year. I think can, it kicked off you know, in what, April. Can you just give us a quick uh, idea where these people are all from? Oh yeah. So so Jason owns Tats and Tats, yep. which is a. a, a, a a hilarious dive bar over in South Melbourne. Henry Lee is um, part of Engine. Um, uh, so he's also part of, well, he's involved with the Lincoln, but he's also um, uh, got Ends and Means as well. Um, Jez Berwick, she's been part of Big Group Hospitality Kitchen mm. um, and is a, also a private chef, so she does all sorts of stuff like that. But when their venues had to close... Um, they got together and started cooking for all of the hospo people, the waiters, the bartenders, the yeah. chefs who yeah. you know can't get support, who are here on visas, who are such an incredible backbone of our industry, and we need them. You know, they're the people who are going to help us bounce back. I mean, obviously, Danny Valent and Attica have been doing a heap to support people who can't get it, support as well. But every Thursday, you know, yep, that's it. But the COVID EAD team. You know, they've raised over $100,000 now and they're doing, you know, 2,000 meals a week and they're delivering them. They've got a host of volunteers. And they've been is, looking after, yeah. sorry to cut across you, but the thing is they've been looking after as well as just hospitality workers who are at, you know, in some distress, but also all those visa holders, which the government has abandoned, it has to just no, be said. Totally. They just, just, just abandoned them and said, well, anyway... 
that that is so anyway there's great people that have been looking after them and helping and they should and, and they're being acknowledged and that you know to me cam it is mm. you know the sun is out today and i think it shows that this is the the vitality of our industry and our culture you know melbourne is not an economy you know and it's not just you know architecture and and laneways mm. you know melbourne it, it is our it's our culture it's the things we love and when that's threatened we fight for it yeah. you know and we we won't stop you know we, we won't back down and it's you know people like henry and jez and jason who are just saying nah nah not having it you yeah. know we're going to fight for this this is this is our culture and we love it and we're going to do everything we can for it how can we uh how can we do this let's let's get on board with uh, all of those how can we the punter the uh the people who need a drink <laughs> and also well, to be able to get help. How do we how do we participate, Seb? You know, gloriously, Melbourne already is, you know, so many bars that are doing, you know, cocktail deliveries, cocktails at mm. home, so many people who are doing that and so many Melburnians who are supporting it. Um, you know, we did it we partnered up with Long Grain to do a special dinner when uh, Scott Pickett sort of took that over and we, we put two of their signature cocktails into bottles for just that one weekend. And, I mean, hundreds and hundreds of people, you know, got behind that, you know, which is, you know, Long Grain was, you know, it shut. It was going to be a victim yeah. of the lockdown. And, and we, we, you know, as a as a city, we said, yeah, nah, not having it. You know? so <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I think the Grony Week, I think this is a week where we should actually celebrate that we support it, that we've achieved so much and that we're going to keep achieving it. And it's, it's a week to support your local bar, your local restaurant, your local cafe, and, you know, have a look online to everyone selling Negronis. Obviously, you know, buy an answer Negroni triple pack. We've got our Mandarin, our blackcurrant Negroni in there. But also, you know, if you can't, then just help raise some awareness for groups like, you know, COVID EAD. You know, if you have a look, they've got a GoFundMe. You know, if you, you just look up, you know, COVID EAD, you'll find it. You know, share it. It's not necessarily about giving yourself because obviously, you know, a lot of people don't have a lot to give. No. But they can share it, they can spread the word, and they can, you know, use it as an opportunity to celebrate because we're going to, you know, we got this. Hmm. I love it. Well, listen, we're, we're right with you for that one. Um <laughs> I'm, I'm dying to have a Negroni, actually. Um, and uh, also knowing that the Negroni is doing some good, but uh, also uh, related to that, uh, Melbourne Food and Wine Festival are doing a webinar, which um, sounds pretty interesting. Do you want to just take the ball and run with that in the last two and a half, three minutes we have, please, Seb? So as most people would realise, Melbourne Food and Wine Festival did not go ahead this year and they, they nope. moved to a lot of virtual stuff. And I, I think um, they did announce their Hall of Fame winners, though, Cam Smith. I think we, we have one of them yeah, with we've, us. We've, 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 we've covered that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and that was wonderful. But, Thank you. <laughs> but, yeah, they, they have, a, they have a, an industry forum coming up and, you know, they've got a whole bunch of industry big wigs. Obviously, Zara, for, uh, Zara Madison from um, Made in the Shade Group and from the Everly, um, who have some awesome bottled cocktails you can order as well. And, but it's, 
an oh, opportunity for and a And I've lot got of some other to... people here too. I should probably oh, just mention them. I've got Tash Conte, owner of Black Pearl, Michael Buschetta, a co-owner of Bar Liberty and Capitano, and CEO and co-founder of Worksmith. And they've been doing amazing things. Uh, Pat Norse is going to moderate it. Uh, he's, the, of course, the creative director of the Melbourne Food and Wine Festival. It is called Saving the Bars of Melbourne. It's going to be on September 16th. That's Wednesday at 3 p.m. And there will be a recording of it afterwards if you want to catch up. And there's, again, so many people who are out there doing everything they can to sort of make this work. Because, you know, I spoke to some, some good friends, you know, in regional hospitality camp. And, you know, they all said, you know, let's hold fast. You know, let's, you know, this is, you know, traditionally this isn't yet the busiest time of the year. Mm. You know, let's really hold fast for a little bit longer because if we can, we can get these numbers down and we can have ourselves a summer, you know, uh, of not having any more restrictions or anything through December, January, February, March, you know, that that's probably enough, you know, to get us through into 2021. It could so, be you know, a beautiful summer, Seb. One of the great things is that uh, we've had a bit of, uh, on another matter, we've had a lot of rain, so it might be a little bit more of a gentler summer. And with bars open and hospitality open, uh, it could be a lovely summer. Let's hope so. Oh, so you know what? I'm, I'm starting to feel a little bit, uh, you know, positive about where we're going. And you know, as I said, a lot of regional hospitality people are actually saying a huge thank you to everyone in Melbourne because, you know, their summer is what will get them through. Yep. And, and like it will for so many in, in hospitality in Melbourne as well. So, uh, you know, fingers crossed that we, uh, we get that over the line. Hospitality, it's a good crew. They, uh, they care. They keep coming up. They keep getting out of bed, <laughs> as we all are, <laughs> don't we, folks? So, listen, i um, going to have to go. Thank you so much, Seb. Look forward to seeing you sometime soon. Oh, one day. <laughs> one day soon. One day. We might see you at, uh, at your new digs down at uh, the old Federal Mills down there uh, in we, uh, we, we will finally open the distillery. It, it, you know, we're, we're just we're waiting. So. <laughs> oh, well, well, we, it'll happen. Love to Dervla, um, Oriella, Thank of course, you, and Gucci the Snake. Hi, this is Cam Smith, and you've been listening to the podcast of Triple R's Eat It, a weekly radio show about food and drink, broadcast live on Triple R from Melbourne, Australia, every Sunday. Hope you enjoyed the podcast, and feel free to get in touch with us via the Triple R website. 